Welcome to the Fanable.com podcast. And it, oh, I'm not GM, so you talk. <laughs> All right, and I'm um, Daniel. I will be the GM. We are going to be playing the Dresden Files role-playing game. Uh, we've actually already been at uh, character creation for a bit. Uh, normally, character creation is sort of part of the game, and I originally wanted to record it, but there was going to be just a lot of uh, dead air while everybody <laughs> read through the skill lists and everything. Essentially. So, yeah, so we, we went through most of the basic character creation for our characters, and we're going to have them introduce each other, and then we... Uh, we'll go into a city creation which we will record because that you know, everybody jumps in there so uh, everybody you know, take it away feel free to just uh, introduce yourselves well uh, my character is Alec Wintrup um, oh this is Billy by the way my template is wizard but my like high concept is I'm a steampunk wizard and I believe that there is absolutely a possibility for us to live with science without us hexing everything uh, my troubled aspect is I'm a zealot of ending the Red Scare. I hate Red Court vampires so much that I want to kill them all. I want them all to die a horrible, horrible death. And I will do anything and everything to get have that accomplished. Right. Uh, my background is my pockets are stuffed with daddy's bloodstained money, which is my parents created a computer company, which exploded and became like, you know, this mass invention company where uh, people built different things and uh, for different fields. And my dad, my parents made it successful through, you know, buying out companies, doing some bad stuff. Uh, so, though I'm very rich, uh, I have a lot of enemies just because my parents made them. Uh, my rising conflict, I call it tub thumping. It's I get knocked down, but I get up again. Uh, when I was around 10 years old, my parents, uh, we had a, our airplane lost all its electricity and crashed in the Atlantic Ocean. Um, my character was the only survivor. Uh, he believes that he was the one that brought down the plane, but you know he's gonna you know find a way to never ha- have that happen again. Um, my first event is called "Do You Like a Play a Game?" Uh, Red Court captured me along with a couple other apprentices, and uh, every time we used our magic, it would hex the electricity in this maze, and it would like activate a trap and kill us. Um, me and only one other uh, person survived, and this is what caused my hatred towards the Red Court. Um, who have I crossed paths? I've crossed paths with both Phoebe, uh, and I, that aspect is called Study Abroad. Uh, we both went after Artemis's bow, and in the end, uh, I wanted to study it, but in the end, I let her have it because I wanted to study her, and we had a relationship. I studied abroad. And then finally, I uh, also have a uh, guest appearance with uh, Jesus's character, um, where... Uh, I studied him uh, just, you know, to see how his uh, how his powers activate, and uh, this aspect is called Student of Generation X, and I, that means that I'm all about using science and magic and combining them and not having, you know, electronics explode. There you go. Very helpful. Uh, this is Angela. My character is Phoebe Zarakos. Uh, she is an emissary of power for the goddess Artemis. Her high concept is Artemis's cheerleader. And her trouble is that she is the last of the Amazons. Uh, Artemis's emissary can only be someone that is a descendant of the Amazons, which is only passed on to the the women. So there might be male Amazon descendants out there, but they don't count. Hmm. Uh, Let's see. My background is I'm the daughter of Greek immigrants and uh, being the child of immigrants who are rather poor. So I learned early on that uh, I need to fake it till you make it so that she could fit in in rather affluent suburbs and so she knows how to walk the walk and talk the talk to fit in with different groups of people. Um, Her rising conflict, uh, the phase aspect, is called Kill Bill. She has kind of a tragic background when she was on vacation in Greece, getting in touch with her roots while on spring break and partying. Um, She went off with a guy who raped her and it was a terrible and traumatic experience and in the middle of it, Uh, the goddess Artemis appeared to uh, Phoebe and was like, hey, I can give you amazing powers and this will stop and it will never happen again. Phoebe didn't think twice about it. She's just like, yes, God, get me out of here. And the guy ended up dead. Phoebe doesn't really know if it was purposeful, if it was accidental, it was just this rush of power, and suddenly there's a a dead guy there and she needed to run. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her... um, in the uh, adventure where she met up with Alec, Billy's character, uh, that is where she got her item of power, which is Artemis's bow. And um, because uh, 
Phoebe is the emissary of power for Artemis. She has to maintain her virginity in the classic sense of she cannot have a relationship with anybody, like a, a an emotional relationship, which is why she had to cut it off with Alec when he was starting to want to study her more. She interpreted it that, that as, ah, uh, he's interested in me, back off, end this relationship now. And finally, she's also had a run-in with Jesus' character, where we are introduced to Princess, Artemis's temple dog, when Jesus was trying to break into uh, uh, Phoebe's place. I'll let Jesus explain exactly mm-hmm. the details of that. But Phoebe sicked uh, her little pug princess on him, and it turns out that Princess is actually a temple dog of Artemis. Who calls a temple dog Princess? She's my little pug princess. (laughs) 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 Alright, okay. My name, well, it's Jesus Rodriguez. My character name is Nathaniel Turner, and I'm a word for him, which we'll get to in a second. Basically, for background, I was, uh, I grew up, my parents are from Australia, but uh, I grew up in New York City, and I noticed I had a natural tendency to be places people don't want me to be. Now, instead of going to burglary, because I have a strong moral core and I really, really didn't want to go to jail, I decided to become a repossessor, pretty much getting items from people who, you know, just gets items they can't actually pay for, and I have a natural affinity. Now, during one of these, during one of these occasions for my rising conflict, I met. Uh, I was went to get an item from a someone who called himself a gangster, called Tyrone Emmanuel. Now, now it was the middle dead of night. Was, he had a nice, expensive house he possibly couldn't pay for. I don't know how he got the damn thing. I went to get his nice Ferrari. Went to the house. I was about to enter the car when I when I heard a shot behind me. I turned around. There was him with a shotgun, straight at, aimed at, aimed straight at me. And I was thinking to myself, I'm going to die. And some part of me. <laughs> came forth a spiritual energy and where before there was just a simple little man there stood in front of Tyrone an emu <laughs> now I was a little confused at the time and so was Tyrone and we actually stared at each other for like two minutes and then at that point Tyrone gets, gets, is the first to snap out of it and starts to aim his shotgun at me again I do the only thing that seemed possible I kicked him really hard now you don't may not know this <laughs> But the emu has the strongest kick in the animal kingdom, which I'm going to keep repeating several times during the podcast. But uh, basically, one second Tyron was there. Yes. One second Tyron was there, the next second he had an emu leg through him. And I spent like five minutes trying to scrape the bastard off, and then ran like a coward trying to figure out what the hell was going on. I tell my parents this, and apparently my mom, she didn't tell me that she was uh, apparently in Australia. She's what she would, some people call a native Australian or Aboriginal for people who you know want one word to describe a whole people. Bunch of jerks, <laughs> and uh, basically, like she, her family is from a long line of shamans, and apparently have this gift. So she decided I should go on a spirit quest. So I went to Australia, went on a spirit quest, went into the dream time, which I think interpreted as I just fell asleep a lot. But uh, eventually, I think I just I was supposed to discover myself. I just discovered that I sleep a lot, and basically, like the at the end of it, my trouble is that the tribal elders discovering after I went to spirit just wanted me were trying to force me to become one of their shamans, and I really would miss Cable. <laughs> so I decided to run back to uh, New York City. I'm pretty sure I've, I'm done with them, but they, they might pop up at some point. I'm sure the GM will do something about that. And you, and uh, yeah, you, as for me, me, Billy's character, he puts me through so many experiences every day, it's really starting to annoy the hell out of me. You get I'm paid. Just, I get paid quite a bit, actually, but still really, really annoying. <laughs> and the probes, man, the probes. And then for Angela's character... Uh, apparently Angela decided, you know, because she wants to be cool with all the rich friends, decides to buy a couple of items she can't afford. And it's, of course, it's my job to get those items back. I go off to her dorm room, try to get the, try to get, uh, I can't remember what it was. Some, some stupid, stupidly expensive table or something like that. Or chair. Anyway, I grab the item. And I was heading out, I hear a bark behind me, turn around. Apparently, there's Angela's character. What's her name? Phoebe. There's Phoebe. Phoebe? Real? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> there's Phoebe and her little pet... Princess. Now, at first, I thought I can. It's just like the little pug. I can take the little pug. But as it's rushing towards me, I know it's getting. It has a really deep voice, and his eyes were going kind of red. I think this is a bad situation. So I started running, and as Pug got closer, I transformed into an emo and got the hell out of there, which was awkward for all of us. Really, <laughs> about it. We actually start. She actually, you know, called me up, and we had this whole, "Hey, I'm your, ma- I'm magic. You're magic. Let's be friends." I'm like, "Why?" And it's like, "It's what we do." And I'm like, "Okay, sure." And then that's. How, how things, that's my character in a nutshell. 
Are you going to specify the name of the uh, your aspect that you got from... Ah, yes. My high concept aspect is Sneaky Wear Emu. <laughs> I was thinking the, the aspect for... Uh, Princess, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. My Our aspect for, uh... It's hilarious. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I forgot to do the aspect for that. Uh, well, for Billy's character, it's one more test my ass. Which is pretty funny. And then for Ajit's character for that particular station is, that bitch is crazy, and her dog is too. Okay. Boo. Excellent. <laughs> excellent, excellent. All right, and now we are going to go into the, uh, city creation aspect yeah. of this. Uh, so we've decided that we're going to be running the campaign in New York. Because mm-hmm. uh, coincidentally, we all live here, and it's uh, easier to deal with a town that you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, so first thing we need to do is basically come up just like with a character, sort of like the high concept. Of course, it's a city, so it's a little bit bigger than just a single character. Okay. There's there's more than a couple people in New York, and uh, so so we need to basically come up with at least one theme and one thread. We can come up with multiple ones. Didn't we say something like the pain of politics was an idea? Paint of politics? Mm-hmm. Would that uh, be a theme or a threat? In this case, would be oh well, a theme. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I, I, w- I would assume it would be a theme because politics is part of New York City as much as anything else. Right. right. Especially mm-hmm. Bloomberg. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. So I would assume paint of politics would most likely be a theme then. For like, because for like the whole how politics is affecting New York City, right? You know, yeah, the, it's it, yeah, the, pol- the political climate yeah, is, yeah. The, you know, the city is being affected by multiple people. I'd say from like the magical community, exactly. Politics, it's, not just mortal politics. We're oh, talking yeah. like in politics mm-hmm. within the, the, so, the certain, yeah, yeah, it's, it's us trying to survive this this change of mm-hmm. power that's going on in New York City at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, mortal wise and magical wise. Mm-hmm. Dean Bloomberg isn't running for re-election again. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no term no, four. No. Why not? Sure. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right, so we're gonna need uh, a few uh, faces for that. People that that would represent the uh, general sort of concept of pain of politics. You know, I'm guessing we're th- we're thinking you know the, some of the leaders, but not necessarily also leaders, just like people who are movers and shakers. You know, somebody who's up and coming in, mm-hmm. in, in you know either aspect of politics that would be. Uh, that would okay. be here. So, for example, I mean, the, the obvious ones are people like mayor or yeah. whatever. But you know, again, they don't—they don't, they don't have to be the specific faces. We just need at least, you know, at least a couple people okay. for each aspect. Uh, what about uh, my bo- the the board of Wintrup Enterprises and uh, Wintrup Technologies, which is my company? Um, would that they kind of you know they they can be since it's a large company, they can be the business angle of it. They kind of uh, can get politicians under their thumb. And while I don't control that. The business, the board does, and uh, the main guy would be called uh, Steve Wilmus, and uh, his his high concept would maybe like sole for profit. He he would do anything for just more profit. All right, that works. We do not get along, but I own more than he does. <laughs> All right, anybody else uh, we can think of? Um... Mob connection. No, it's always your mob connection, New York City. Uh. <laughs> Harold Stanton. Howard Stanton. Now, he's the main... Well, not, I wouldn't say mafia boss, but he's one of the underlings I want. Let's say he's the underling that wants to gain more power within the mafia within New York City. He's ambitious. He's an ambitious man, yes. Okay. Ambitious mob underling, all right. <laughs> all right. Basic uh, politi- political player. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking we can throw, you know, one more, like somebody... So, I mean, okay, both of these are, are sort of more mortal sides. So I, I think say we, something like um, Victoria Wilkins. Victoria Wilkins. She's a red court uh, duchess, mm-hmm. as she makes sure to remind everybody. Uh, she runs a lot of the, um, you know, she's respectable. She's a respectable heir, heir but she's also kind of... Um, the underground brothels, the underground gambling. She kind of the, she's underground for the magical sense, but you know, would that be would that work, or would you want her more? She's definitely a, a player in the magical community, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just wondering if, how much of a player she would be like politically. I mean, would she be more of a part of the threat possibly than the? Okay, what about she's white theme? court? Could she be white court? Because yeah. I mean, red court is like clearly there's a war going mm-hmm. on. Right, right. So white court scavis maybe. Because then yeah. we can tie it in with Central Park theme if we want. Yes, yeah, she's a scavis. All right, all right. And Oops. her thing is, you know, she, you know, she wants to have a good time, make, you know, make a lot of money, and she, it, she's all about trying to shape it so 
New York's more under her wing. It's it's her. You know how the Wraiths, mm-hmm. uh, Wraths, uh, yeah. they, they're kind of Chicago. Chicago's mm-hmm. their kingdom. Mm-hmm. She wants New York to be hers. Ah, okay. So she's all about getting into the you know business and the companies and stuff like that. The white court urban queen. Let's <laughs> do that. All right, all right, that that works. Okay, so that's sort of a general theme for the city, sort of paint of politics. Sort of different uh, movers and shakers that have that are trying to shape the uh, you know what what's, what's going on in the city. Uh, none of these people are completely in charge yet, but they're all trying to be. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's at least one theme there. We also need either another theme or a threat, something you know what's because okay, this is you know what's going on in the city right now. Mm-hmm. You know the politics. It's politics always going on. There's always change or everything, and in a certain sense, change is the status quo. Right. You know, it, it, it's just that's the way it is. Uh, so, what would be you know, a proper threat to that? Something that could that could be you know, disrupt that. What if there's a major like? What if there's like a major threat that could completely like you know we have these power players and they're always trying to get and they're doing it delicate. What if there's like something waking up under New York, which is like it's it's old school politics of like, no, we'll just destroy everybody and we'll take over completely like a fucking dragon's waking up and it's like sending out like the homeless and shit to do its bidding and it's like, you know, and it, it, it's all about Oh no, we're not dealing with politics. We're gonna raise an army and just raise this place. And it's like, oh, that's, that's how not, we did it old school. That, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, still, it's still Roman times, right? I mean, <laughs> oh yeah. So there's this, there's this. We don't know what it is, but yeah. there is, you know, the homeless are vandalizing stuff. They're mm-hmm. organizing, and uh, it could be like a dragon or something underneath the city. Mm-hmm. So threat could be something an, like a un, an unknown shaker. Return to power. Ooh, return, return to, to power. power. That could yeah. work. Oh. I'm thinking. I'm just trying to like tie it to something like, uh, like old, like uh, something that'd be in America. <laughs> something old and American. It's like a skinwalker. It's like no, those are just those are just awful. Yeah, yeah those are awful. But yeah, that could right. work. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, there might be a reason why the Indians were so happy to get rid of Manhattan. So <laughs> No, actually, seriously, yeah. It's like there's a reason really why it's like they're really like these. They I mean, all, all this time throughout history, we've always thought that the Indians got totally cheated out of Manhattan. <laughs> and all this time, the Indians have been laughing at it. Like, those idiots, they totally bought a land where a skinwalker has been buried <laughs> for like fucking 30, you know, bags of beads. Mm-hmm. Stupid white man. It's <laughs> not a bad idea. Like, what if it's like. And a, for those of us who are not uh, conversant in Dresden background, what the hell is a skinwalker? Skinwalkers are. Uh, Pretty much messengers of God that kind of said "fuck you," God. like "screw you, God." We don't care about your message. Was that the, the fallen? No, that's that's more like the fallen. No, I think the skin was more Indian led, like Native American led. Yeah, they, they are, they are kind of Native American. They were the Mar- they're the Native American messengers, I thought, mm-hmm. from like their power, and they got corrupted. True, they they exactly they, oh, they okay. used to be exactly like, sort of like mass powerful messenger spirits from the back, and they basically just became corrupted more and more to the point where they are sort of the very embodiment of just corruption and everything that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Basically, when Harry Dresden looked at, like, saw one through his true sight, his immediately his immediate effect was to crash his car, because he did it when he was driving, roll, like, roll out of his car and throw up for five minutes, bleeding from his nose, mm-hmm. and every time he thought about it, he would convulse on the ground, and he did this for pretty much an entire night until he yeah. finally con- was able to adapt. Yeah, to the because image. he saw it through through his sight, and when as a wizard you see something through your through that sort of third eye, your sight. Uh, I mean, basically, as a wizard, you know, when you when you look at something through your sight, it allows you to get a more insight into it. You sort of see the true nature of things. So, but at the same time, it has a drawback that everything you see through your sight stays with you forever. As fresh as the first moment you saw it. And skinwalkers are so bad. When he first had that, and he saw it through his sight, he saw its true nature, every time he thought of the skinwalker, he it brought it back, mm. that initial moment of just horror and disgust. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, the sight is very useful, but very uh, powerful. And, and it, it gives you an idea of just how nasty oh, yeah. skinwalkers are when somebody yeah. like Harry, mm-hmm. who has basically been through hell and back, it still affected him that deeply. The only way they talked about how one was killed, like the last one was killed, was 
one of the wizards lured it to like where they were testing nuclear bombs mm-hmm. and leapt through like this tiny ward to like mm-hmm. the other side just as the uh, atomic bomb exploded. And yeah, it, t- it takes that level of power to uh, <laughs> get rid of one of these. Uh, you know, so so yeah, Skinwalker so skin would be a serious threat to anything. Uh, so yeah, we can definitely do that. It's uh, uh, I mean, we, I'm not saying we're, we're going to face it anytime soon. No, but, no, no. Um, but but it could. I mean, it would be. This is a major threat. This is one of the things. I mean, it, it a Skinwalker could certainly be working through again. You know, just just waking up and its influence is having mm-hmm. things. So, uh, I'm thinking maybe something like uh, Daddy's Home, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, that could work as a threat. I mean, let's say that, yeah, that, you know, the, the island of Manhattan. I mean, Manhattan is an island. It's surrounded by water on all sides. Uh, water disrupts magical uh, 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 things. So it's quite possible that the island of Manhattan was originally a prison for I mean, some ancient Native American wizards imprisoned the skinwalker in these lands. That's awesome. And that's, that is what Manhattan is originally. It's a prison <laughs> for this ancient skinwalker wow. spirit. We got hosed. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the positive. Okay, my Filipino, sorry about that. All right, uh, where were we? <laughs> uh, we were trying to figure out an enemy, and how about we have it so, uh, like, the thing that's under Manhattan. Right. Because you brought up that really good point of Manhattan is an island surrounded mm. by water, and water exactly. troops like, but maybe Manhattan was actually a prison <laughs> back in the day for whatever, unspeakable mm-hmm. horror. Mm-hmm. And uh, what if it's not awake yet, but it's like semi-conscious and it's using like dreams to like make people do what it says, like the homeless because they live in the subways and stuff like that. I mean, we can if we depending on you know how how we want to treat it. It is New York, and it's it's hard not to touch the time, the theme of nine eleven. Mm. So we can always say that it had been completely slumbering up until then. What mm. happened in nine eleven? Basically, all that terror. Yeah, all that terror. You know, because because that's what skinwalkers live off. They 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 are basically you know in a way foe face. They live off terror. They live off fear. Mm-hmm. So that just moment of concentrated fear basically cracked its prison. You know, just mm. enough to start letting its influence start seeping over the city. Mm. And you know, and then now there's. And now we, we, we go into the faces of that threat. The, the who, you know who are the people who are basically either trying to tap into that that mm. power that's leaking and use it, or possibly even wake the dreamer itself, or quite possibly faces that are you know working against it. Um, What's that? Which which white court is about fear? Scottish. No, no, that's de- is yeah. it or depression? Um, more Ma- Marvin, more uh, Malavari. Malavari. What Malavari, if? Yeah, what if, like that. what if the white court? Uh, instead of having her scavus, what if she was? What if she's a um, Malavari? Like she's all about fear, so mm. that could be her reason to. Yeah, I want this thing to crack right, open yeah. some floor. Mm-hmm. Yes, or she might be saying, I don't want it to compete for food, so <laughs> she might uh, be. You know. All right, so that would move her more towards that threat in that case. Okay. I mean, not necessarily like again. You know, she might not necessarily be working for it. She might be working against it, but she's more. Now yeah. tied towards the threat rather than towards the mm-hmm. political theme, so I will move her over there. So if you have something fighting against. What do we have fighting for? A cultist, perhaps some type of thing. I'd say like the homeless, like right really? now, like the like whatever, like down deep, mm-hmm. the homeless, the downtrodden. It's given them like purpose, or it's it's given them power, like mm-hmm. kind of a little touch of power, which you know, and you know, super strength, super speed, and you're like, mm-hmm. wow, I. And they're the mole people. Yeah, the the mole so people, people, basically. The people that are most loyal to him gain the most power. Exactly. Much. Loyalty yeah. gives you power. Yeah. So. Some, of, some, of those, some of those mole people that live <laughs> down there. So, mole uh, people. Yeah, the mole people. Even so, people. So, wow. yeah, so we need, like, a person, like, the, the leader of the mole people that's, like, you know. Um, gopher. Sure. Gopher. Gopher. Gopher? Yeah, his name's Gopher. Gopher? Go for it. That's all we know. He's just he's he's kind of like this crazy old dude, mm-hmm. violent motherfucker. Yep. He's kind of leading like you know the burn down the building, and, and that makes sense because mm-hmm. you know burn enough buildings down, you get a lot of fear. You mm-hmm. don't know when they're striking. A lot of muggings have taken place. Mm-hmm. Just works. So, yeah, that works. That works. That works. Certainly, the subways uh-huh. are becoming unsafe again. <laughs> oh, I like it. That works. I mean, they could have like uh, mutant, you know, magically mutated rats and stuff down there, all sorts mm-hmm. of things. So that's that's uh, okay. That works. That works. Um, anybody else? Do we want somebody who maybe is working for this being like without knowing it? 
uh, you know, somebody who's just, I mean, because Gopher will certainly, will you know, will most likely be like some kind of emissary of power, you know, what about basically. about Like, you know, he's a, he's, this guy's rising him in the mafia. Mm-hmm. What if that's kind of his, like, that's the reason he's rising up because the old mafia, they're kind of like businessmen. They're respectable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's old mob bosses, which I'd be saying they kind of have a connection with uh, Wintrope Technologies. Right, mm-hmm. right. But this new guy, he's getting power and influence some way, so he could be working and doesn't know it is, you know, he's calling, he himself is causing strife with the underworld, yeah. thus causing fear, and it could be because of this thing's giving him. So he's like the, the bad guy in Fifth Element that's working with the dark essence so he can gain more power without realizing that he yeah. wants to destroy life in the universe. Exactly. Oh, okay. Z- what was his name? Zerg? Zerg. Zerg. Zorg. 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 Zorg, yeah. Zorg. It's like Zerg is the emperor <laughs> Toy Story. Yeah, okay. I'm going to watch Fifth Element again when I get home. Just Okay, sorry. Right. FYI. Yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Note to self. Watch Note to that. self. Multipass. Anyway. Yeah. So, starting keeping with the whole Zoo thing, I'm going to just call him Zach. Okay. <laughs> just, you know, I'm terrible at names. Stay with the theme. Huh? Yeah. So, Zach, and he is. Uh, Zachariah. Zechariah decor. Mm, that works. That works fine. So, and he is a uh, mafia. Like, <coughs> he was a lieutenant, and then he just started rising, I'd mm-hmm. say. Doing some crazy shit, and yeah. taking out competitors left and right. So you say the old bosses are afraid of him then? I think the old bosses are kind of worried because uh, they keep on trying to trap them. And now they're actually, maybe it's gotten to the point where the old bosses are like, some of them are actually trying to work with them. Like, mm-hmm. no, just leave us alone. And we'll work with So it's really a civil war because of this this new guy. Mm. I'm liking it. How about that? Yeah, that works. That works. Certainly. Nice. Politics in action. Bam. We did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got a theme and a threat. Do we want any more themes and or threats? Um... Mm. What I mean, we, 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 we had that whole, uh, I mean, because we've got the politics, okay? We've got the uh, danger with the skinwalker. We had, I mean, we're going to get to locations soon enough. But uh, we did have that whole uh, history with uh, Central Park. Yeah. Um, you know, the, 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 with the, the sort of the fade and never, never, do we want to bring them in somehow? Yeah, maybe we can have a theme about, like, you know, some areas are kind of, like, thin. Like, there's, isn't there in, so like, Central Park? Well, that's such, maybe Central Park as a whole is sort of thin, so never. Yeah, it's it's thinning or something yeah, so like that. because of all the monsters there, which you can read about in the Oblivion page or we'll post later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like for some reason in Central Park, there's a thinning of the veil, yeah. and yeah. that's kind of an issue. Okay, okay, threat, thinning of the veil, and uh, the theme could be um, fix the unbreakable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thinning of the veil is, is, is a good enough aspect in and of itself, because mm-hmm. right. I mean that can be used in both ways. So you know, you can you can certainly tap that towards you know then being able to cross into Never Never more easily, or being mm-hmm. able to access have access to Never Never stuff more easily. At the same time, I can tap that towards there are more threats from the Never Never, right. you know, okay. coming in, etc. It's not your your magic most goes more out of control, stuff like so, that. So it's more of a theme than a threat. It's just something that's there that we can use, or it can be used against us. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I'm, I'm not sure whether it's... I mean, it's it's something that's happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we want it to be... Because it, if it's a theme, it's just something that is. The veil is thinner in that general sections. Mm-hmm. You know... Could uh, it be something like the theme, like the study of magic? Like, uh, the search for... Um, understanding magic and uh, tr- uh, the trouble of that is the reason, like, we're searching it out is because there's, like, you know, a lot more magical mm-hmm. shit is appearing. So... And then we can have people like, you know, my guy, Dr. Leakey, mm-hmm. who is, like... You know, I brought into the magical fold, and he's trying. I, I have him working on his mm-hmm. project, along with like understanding. Then you have like some of the cultists who are mm-hmm. trying to all about getting the never in. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I kind of like it as a threat more than anything. Okay, well, I mean, this, it might be related to the Skinwalker thing. It might not be. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys will find out. <laughs> um, okay. But I kind of I like it as a threat in that the sense is, you know, there are reasons why the Never Never and the rest of the world are separate. Mm-hmm. So if, if the veil wasn't so thin before and it's now thinning, like, you know, why? Mm-hmm. So so that could work. And then we would probably need a couple faces for that. Uh, well, certainly. we already have Donald McCloud, who's a head exactly. he's, he's Well, no, yeah, exactly. So, so he would be a face for that and a face for the location. So, yeah. And since he's no longer my PC, we can also put in Mitchell if we want. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, because he's—I mean—he's tied to the city. I like—I yeah. like turning him into and an. I have Mitchell still in my backstory of he's, oh, yeah. he's the other one that survived the the trap. Yeah, uh, we can also put Doctor Leakey in that. Um, 
he's the uh, he's my scientist that I brought into the fold of magic, mm-hmm. the crazy, pretty much Frankenstein of the 21st century. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll have you know if this is happening, I I'd have him definitely researching on uh, tapping into the never another never and kind of wondering why it's thinner here and stuff mm-hmm. like that. All right, oh, new sorry. age science as we call it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we've got a couple, you know, theme and a couple threats. All right, that mm-hmm. works. That works. And uh, now we move right down to. I mean, we're still on the high level of the city. We'll we'll get to uh, the uh, locations and uh, more details on the faces soon mm-hmm. enough. Uh, but first, you know, now we go back to uh, what's basically the balance of power. Uh, first thing we need to do is determine what the status quo in the city currently is, both on supernatural level and on the uh, mundane level. Mm-hmm. It's owned by Republicans. <laughs> it's all both on both aspects. All Republicans. <laughs> also, the Red Court's winning. Oh, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. into politics. I know. I'm kidding. I'm let's, kidding. Let, let this know. I'll make a Democrat joke later on. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, supernatural status quo. I mean, we know what's changing. We're going you know, the, mm-hmm. the skin, the thinning of the veil, the skinwalker starting starting to wake up. Right. Red Court. Like, we, I mean, this is taking place during the War of the Red Court, yeah. right? So, is it Red Court owned? Is it Wizard owned? I mean, who, who has power? New here? York City sounds more like it would be a Red Court stronghold than mm-hmm. uh, than a than a Wizard stronghold, just because of the sheer amount of you know civilization, technology, people, business, the business yeah, etc. Red Court business, exactly. Yeah. So I deal with them every mm-hmm. day. So supernatural status quo would be that the city is a uh, sort of a Red Court bastion, as mm-hmm. it were. Mm-hmm. All right, that's great for me. <laughs> but I'm too. They have to really work hard to make sure I die, like you know, so it's not conspicuous, mm. right? Because I've been around forever and went for technologies. I have my bodyguards, mm. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Great the supernatural status quo is that you know the red court is a bastion to it, uh, while the uh, mundane status quo, um, just the mafia itself and politics. I I'd guess. say, how about well, what like what if it's something because like the. Like we were talking about change being something big that's happening, and part of that change is being brought about by terror. What if, you know, like the status quo on the mundane level is rebuilding, trying to regain comfort, mm-hmm. and the threats are constantly eroding that from ah, on both okay. the mundane and the supernatural that's levels? Fine. Need this? Daniel? Hmm? Daniel. Yeah, this one just gave up. Yeah. Weird. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, the status quo, like uh, basically. Uh, Rebuilding, um, hope. Rebuilding hope. Yeah, I'm needing like a like a phrase, like an aspect for it. Yeah, somehow, um, like a rebuilding through terror, through terror, or <laughs> despite terror, despite after terror, terror, after terror. Yeah, it's like are um, reclaiming safety, or reclaiming comfort, reclaiming order, reclaiming yeah, order. Yeah, that, fine. that works. Yeah. Yeah. Reclaiming order. Yeah, yeah, terror and chaos are basically, you know, two aspects of the same coin. So, mm-hmm. okay, so you know, the police force and the politicians are all trying to clean up the streets, you mm-hmm. know, make it safe and understandable. They say a lot of things. They say a lot of things, <laughs> like Democrats. See, and there's a Democrat joke. Now stop talking politics and the liberal terror. <laughs> okay. All right, so we've already got see one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Got like eight different faces, and you know there's a theme or third. We'll, we'll tie all these people to places later. All right, some of them are already tied to places. Mm-hmm. So these are our movers and shakers. So uh, let's place them on different, uh, you know, sort of find out you know supernaturally and current order wise who is in the know and who is in the dark, mm-hmm. and who wants to maintain the status quo, who wants to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. So, for example, uh, Steve Wine Wilmes. 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 I would that. say that he. Uh, yeah, he so he basically, you know, he would sell his soul for profit. Um, mundane wise, I mean, he is he in the dark or is he? I mean, uh, he's, supernatural. He's, he, I would say he's in the dark. He knows that I'm a little bit weird and new aged. Yeah. But he kind of understands. Like, just get, keep him. Let him have his toys, and he'll leave us alone. All mm-hmm. right. And, uh, and I usually do. And yeah. mundane-wise, you know, I mean, he sounds like he would probably be, uh, stat- you know, sort of keeping the status quo in general. Yeah. So, so he would be money. out here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the Steve-Wimus uh, over here in that top corner there. He has a daughter that is Ange- who leads Angela's uh, 
sorority. Sorority house. Well, yeah. well, we will definitely get to that in a minute. All right, uh, Howard Stanton, ambitious mob underling. He would probably be in the dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, he might have seen some some things out on the street, but for overall, he's he's in the dark uh, supernaturally. But he wants to rock the boat. He wants mm-hmm. to, you know, bring about you know his new order. You know, yes, in the city. He wants fine. to take control. Yeah, he's, so, he's so. in the dark too. Yeah, exactly. So Howard Stanton over here, and uh, let's see, Miss Victoria Wilkins. Oh, she, she is. She fun. wants to maintain the status quo. She wants to keep the red court mm-hmm. bars, but she is also in the no supernatural because she is, you know, and she and she knows about the Skinwalker. She knows some of the yeah. threat that's going on. There. Yeah. So we just don't know if she wants to align herself with it or she wants to stop it because. Mm-hmm. Two predators don't really work too. Exactly. Somewhere. So I'm sure. going to put her somewhere in the middle of the maintaining and rocking because okay. we're we're not sure her. Oh, yeah. Oh, we have to also. Do we want? To, oh, that's locations, neutral ground. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll be getting to that. All right, uh, Gopher, leader of the mole people. He is in the know. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's that's the name we chose. Gopher, leader of the mole people. Mole people. And. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put him just barely in the know. Oh yeah, he's, I mean he's I'd he knows he's her supernatural kind of. exactly, but you mm-hmm. know he doesn't really know what he's gotten into, mm-hmm. and definitely wants to rock the boat. Okay. So go for him because he's he's wanting to you know change yeah. and bring Sounds more. Like yeah, so yeah, go for. for here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Decour, unwitting, rising mafia star. He isn't that the Howard yeah. Johnson dude. Uh, no, he, uh, well, that's the thing, you know, we've, and I th- I'm thinking these two would be, because, okay, we've got Howard Stanton, he's the ambitious mob underling, but we also got Sack, who's also a mafia star, but I'm thinking oh. those two might be opposed to one another, in the sense that, I mean, uh, Sakurai is basically being controlled and working for the Skinwalker. So how about we make uh, the other guy, how, what was the other, Howard, Howard Stanton? Yeah. How about we make him the old school mob boss, like, I'm, mm. like, how about we make him the... He's the old school and the new guy wants rocking the boat. And the yeah, because that, that would actually fit better with the yeah, politics. Yeah, Yeah, he's guy and his, so, is, okay. so his is pretty much... And maybe if he's a mom, maybe we consider he's like, he knows something's weird out there, but... Yeah, okay. doesn't yeah. know a lot. Yeah. So Howard moves over Which means to this side. He's also... A, that means he's a family friend of Alec Wintrup because my uh, parents were mafia-tied. Mm-hmm. Bloodstained money, man. Bloodstained money. Mm-hmm. I just cut my finger, man. <laughs> Alright, Dan McLeod. Was he in the know, or was he, he was oh, a park he, ranger? Oh, he, no, he's, he's also a druid. So he's, he's a also a druid. druid. So he's, he is in the know, at least to a certain point. Uh-huh. Uh, but he definitely is a status, status quo, quo guy. guy. So right. he's a wizard, right? Mm-hmm. More of a shaman. Yeah, he's a wizard. Yeah. He's, he's pretty much a wizard. Okay. I was just wondering. Okay. He's, he's in the know, at least. He might not necessarily know about the skinwalker, mm-hmm. but he knows about the supernatural. Mm-hmm. All right, Mitchell definitely in the know. Yep, and a bit he's crazy. crazy so, so yeah, I'm gonna put him right in the middle of status quo yeah, yeah, and no the yeah, he, We don't know where he wants to go, but definitely <coughs> in the class. So Mitchell over here. Mm-hmm. He kept his faith on me. And uh, let's see, Doctor Leakey. Uh, uh, he's in the know. Yeah, in the know. And uh, he doesn't really want to rock the boat. He he wants to. I would say like what I wrote up on him. Mm-hmm. He would love like. To wipe out the entire bloodline of Steve Wilmus, because Steve Wilmus ruined his entire life. So he does want to rock the boat then, in the sense of the supernatural status quo, is that it's a red core bastion. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So yeah, he does want definitely to change that. I'm so gonna I'm going to put him over here. Yeah. So he's he he definitely. Uh... Yeah, 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 we've got a uh, couple people over here, a couple people over there, one guy over here, people in the middle. We're good. We've got we got we've got a nice okay. selection here. All right. I'm sure for the people on the podcast that was very informative. <laughs> Be pointing at the uh, at the at the sheet, yeah. Nice. Like the green up party. Now are we up to locations now? Yeah, we are now up to locations. Okay, now we've got uh, quite a few already up mm-hmm. on the main we do side. Yeah, I've got yeah. pulled up. So question is how many more do we need? Alright, how many do we have? We have Winthrop Technologies. Yep. A uh, member under that I call is my workshop called the Vault, which mm-hmm. is where I keep Lucy. Mm-hmm. Right. We've got Central Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New York Library. I added something to this. I want to know what you thought. Um, excuse me. Where's that? 
what if the New York Public Library were wanted that to have some kind of magical? What if the Vinatari Umbrum um, You know what I'm talking about? The uh, the Masons with flame flowers. They're in Dresden. Right. right what right. if that was kind of like a place where they kind of mobilize? They have uh, like under the library they had a. Uh, their own like their own magical area not magical but research area mm-hmm. themselves so that could be like Ventoria and Brum Room I can't say that damn um, name um, 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 that works that works so Cause, well the only we didn't flesh out very much of the library the only other things that we'd suggested were guarded by patience and fortitude the mm-hmm. lines that are actually there and possibly having it be the home of an archive Mm-hmm. The archive. Yeah. We, we said the slash n archive, oh, right. depending on how many yeah. we want to have exist. Oh, maybe yeah, she could. Yeah, it could be like a limited archive, like you know, the, just the embodiment of the library itself, rather than the embodiment of of all libraries, right. all written knowledge. She's like, no, this this woman is just tied to the NYC up. library, you know, system. She knows everything that's in every branch of the NYC library system. Okay. You know, for because the, especially the, the supernatural NYC, section. Well, yeah, because the thing, I mean, the NYC library system is big enough and sort of famous enough that it could very well have generated sort of its own sort of spirit mm. you know spirit of the place that is then embodied in this one person mm. yeah. and this okay. face okay so we need to give her a name let's call her um, Cassandra 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 it's the name she took from a librarian that killed herself unfortunately Years ago, hmm. when she first started appearing, people thought she was the ghost of Cassandra, and she liked the name. She's the ghost in the opening of Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we gonna uh, jinx the idea for the Masons with flamethrowers? We can still use them, but maybe not necessarily within right. the, the library. You know, they cool. can have their own place. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I was just wondering. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I like the, I, I like that they, that they would be around, especially if again, you know, red court, red court bastion, yeah, yeah. Uh, they would definitely be a, kind, uh, of, uh, yeah, and, kind um, of a threat. If so. that's okay, the Wintrop, like, I wouldn't mind being able to, like, you know, Wintrop technologies. They're not allies, but they share information. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, not like I'm out my organization. Like, I'm a business, but I will share information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, What's next? The cemeteries. Then we have nothing on that. We we threw in the cemeteries and the underneath. Oh, the underneath locations. is the subway, like right, the abandoned right. stations. I say that's where the mole people live. <laughs> well, easy done. <clears throat> I can't think of any more political parties to make jokes about. Yeah. That. Damn. Then that was a good time <laughs> to stop. Yeah, I heard it was good, Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed one racist joke. Oh no, <laughs> no, I will not. I will not. Okay, sorority house. We got Valhalla Bar. Oh yeah, sorority house. Do you have anything that oh, you want I, to tell the people? I came up with tons of ideas for the sorority house. Mm-hmm. Um, the two main ideas I came up with. It could be an either or. You could somehow figure right. out to uh, apply both of them. Um, tie it into the Greek pantheon, either either with Aphrodite or the nymphs, because um, both of those were representative of female sexuality. And, and flirting and all the sort of, you know, uncontrolled female bacchanalia. Right. Um, but then there's also, I tied in a bit of a ghost story where the sorority was founded during the feminist movement and it was supposed to be like a service sorority and we're preserving history because the house was the site originally of a terrible um, manufacturing fire. Mm-hmm. It was like, kind of like the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory and there was this horrible fire killed hundreds of young women and so the sorority was founded on the principle that we need to remember our history and and keep in touch with our our sisterhood's roots so now the house happens to be haunted by ghosts interesting Mm -hmm. and it's run by uh uh, uh, elena uh, wilmus yes who's the daughter of the head of uh, the Wintrop board. Technologies. No, 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 no. Not the head of technologies. The head of the board of Wintrop Technologies. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, I want to talk to the head, then uh, get on your knees. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. No. Sorry. Bad, Alec. Billy. Bad. And he hasn't, hasn't had any cider to drink tonight. That was yep. me. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Joe. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Come on. I'm, I'm Alec. That was Alec. That was Alec, people. I'm really nice. He's, no, he's in character. He's Get in away. character, yeah. I'm in character, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is how he talks. How you doing? There's going to be some stuff oh, in <laughs> You oh, and me, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 
You don't know what that means. I have no idea. It's a plus one. It's a, it's a plus one shift to something. Okay. okay. But anyway. Um, okay, so here's an idea with the sword. Because, I mean, we've got lots of places that are themes, very few that are threats. Mm-hmm. I mean, the underneath is, of course, a threat, definitely. Um... How about turning the sorority house in a way into a threat in the sense that, you know, it's maybe influenced by something else or for, you know, for whatever reason, you know, since it's part of what you might have to investigate eventually. Um, you know, it's basically become beyond, it's gone beyond just being sort of like pro-female to anti-male. Okay. You know, yeah, and and there you know it's like maybe the ghost something stirring up the ghosts something but there have been you know either murders or disappearances <laughs> and they are including and they are you know oddly enough usually most murders and disappearances are like you know lonely young girls you know taken out of the dark and yet oddly enough the only people that have disappeared you know within the area have been you know lonely young men mm-hmm. you know or like not necessarily lonely yeah. only but you know it's like there's been a couple jocks uh, you know. Uh, that that you know have a bit of a reputation for being you know ladies men yeah. uh, that have disappeared in the area. I dig it. So you know, yeah, yeah have it as a threat. I'm gonna, I can see Alec. Um, but uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But basically, you know, having that be like yeah. from that it's it's crossed the line from pro female to anti male. Sure. Awesome. And can we say like whenever the women attack anyone, they can, we can say they can just scream out their special attack. Period attack, perhaps. <laughs> or no. Oh. no. I was going to say I'm currently stabbed by Angela right now. Uh, yeah, remember how many uh, period jokes I said feminists allow? What? It's worth it. Moving on. So I'm in name for that. I just want to say I never crossed gender lines for my jokes. Okay. Alright, so we've got a few places. Lego um, Wilmess. She's gonna die. Now let me let me take a look here for a moment at the people that we already have. Oh, and then we also have Valhalla Bar. Which oh is yeah, exactly. The yeah. Neutral Accords owned by uh Balder Olufsen. Mm-hmm. Balder. And he, it's it's in Hell's Kitchen, he said. It's a dive bar in Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Of course Valhalla is in Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's where the best fighters are. Alright, let me get, take a moment. Because sometimes drop an L from the neighborhood's name. Because mm-hmm. we've got a few faces here that have no place. They must find the purpose. Exactly. Because we've got, let's see, Steve Wilkness, he is part of Winthrop Tech, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So he could be the face of Winthrop Tech. Yeah. Jerk. He may be a prick. Just a little. Just a little bit of a prick. He's a bit of a prick. I can't wait to start talking business with him and pulling out my... A scholar! Doing rapport, I'm like, I'm doing scholarship instead, bitch. Central Park, the My face son. for Central Park is definitely Don McLeod. I went to high school with a guy named Don McLeod. Did, did anyone name. make Kyle Lender jokes? I'm sure they did. <laughs> the poor guy. What? It's a guy talking in a Irish accent. Stop! Just, uh, we know you're actor, stop. Just, <laughs> just stop, okay? I'm sorry I'm born with this unbelievable <laughs> talent! <laughs> Okay, and we've and got, I stab you in the face. Alright, we have a couple of new people that just came up. So Cassandra mm-hmm. is part of the theme. She is part of the theme of... Uh, hmm. She could be part of the... Actually, oh. she could be part of the thread of the thinning of the veil. Yeah. Let's say Cassandra is a relatively recent phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You know, she just came into existence over the past, you know, maybe 20 or 30 years or something. Mm-hmm. She... You know, some something made her, you know, come through. Is she like a person, or is she a ghost, or is she what? Um, I kind of like, you know, the idea that she is fake in some way. You know, yeah, that I she's, like, yeah, she's like always she's, been there. She's, I say, she's an old woman. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, no, that's the thing. No, she would be fake. She, I mean, her her you know seeming would be basically yeah, she's an old woman. That's the thing. You know, nobody remembers seeing her. You know, thirty years ago, and everybody sort of remembers her being an old woman forever. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, everybody who does remember her remembers her being around forever. But there are no records of her up until about thirty years ago. And no one really anyway. questions it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, she just sort of exists. Okay. And you know, I have a feel that I, I want to tie that into the thinning of the veil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a good one. She's going to be. Yeah, there we go. Can be the one making all the women um, horny and crazy. <laughs> when, when did the women get into the horny part? Oh, I, I think yeah, when I, did that happen? Apparently, I've been uh, improvising some things in my head. Uh, yeah. Apparently. Because <laughs> the crazy the way, part we had down. One part is me, three girls, and Nero. <laughs> as long as you're going, I'm fine with three girls. <laughs> you do bird brain. <laughs> You may have noticed about the email, but his penis is... No, I'm not going to oh, Actually, I'm going to check. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh, God, he's typing. Okay. <laughs> Why do you lean forward and squint in your eyes? That's not a good sign. <laughs> Prick. Okay, and Elena Williams. Yes, that's what you're looking up. <laughs> oh, Elena okay, was... I, uh, know, I know where Elena's got to go. All right. Yeah, you the, can choose side that one. The by the way, is uh, yeah. Psy Beta Row. Which I hope is not a real sorority, because I, I do not want to uh, slander any real sororities and imply that they are murderers. They're murderers. PBR. Baby kids. Yeah, exactly. They're kind of hipsters. PBR. Nice, nice. All right. I'm going to become hip to start drinking really bad beer. <laughs> I'm classy, because I can afford the expensive stuff, but I get the cheap. I like one of you. Oh, I just right. offended hipsters. Man, this is just on a roll. <laughs> All right. And we have a couple of people here who have no place yet. Okay, oh. let me see. We've got another tech, Central Park, NYC Library, Cemeteries. Cemetery has no place. Underneath has a place in a sorority house, Valhalla Bar. So somebody needs to be the face for the cemeteries, and I'm not sure if anybody here fits any of the mob guys. Could we say the cemeteries are a hangout for black cord vampires? Possibly. Um, we've also got, I mean, because the thing is, we've got Howard Stanton, Zechariah Decord, Mitchell, and Dr. Leakey. You know what be? And all those guys need a place. Well, yeah. Dr. Leakey works for Wintrub Technologies. And all right, so he, he can in, be in part my, of it. Under the, like, in my vault, I call it the vault, where yeah, it's yeah. basically, he sleeps there, he works there, he works for me. He doesn't right. work for Wintrop, but that's where I would place him. All right, all right. He, can, he can be part of that. I mean, so we've still got Mitchell, Zechariah, and Howard, and they need... The docks. Right, so that would be a new place. All right, we can do that. Holy crap. The email females court the males. Oh, that's different. Awesome. Nice. Which makes it all the more embarrassing when he makes you do the dance. <laughs> <laughs> This is against nature. Please <laughs> <laughs> I like how you made it like a fan dance. <laughs> <laughs> the, the males are passive bitches. Wow. <laughs> didn't think about You didn't research very far. Uh, not not at all. Yeah. So wait, so we poisonous. come back to that idea where he, when he shapeshifts, he also gender shifts. <laughs> <laughs> No. Which makes it even worse. It's like you awesome. turn into a female emu. We're gonna be getting Oh no, good. Really, that's a badass thing to be. Okay. We're gonna be an emu. According to this, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Females are more aggressive than males during the courting period, often fighting one another for access to males. Uh, Can't wait till I'm, like, I'm that good. Yeah. Female emus are where it's wait, at. Wait, wait, wait. You were at the sorority when you transformed. That I see it now. <laughs> Your pheromones made these women go nuts and they're killing each other in order and killing guys competition in order to get to the guys. Or they're getting the guys and having sex with them so much they die. Uh-huh. <laughs> Their pelvises snap. Way Shadow. to go. Oh my god. Way to go. Oh my okay, god. Okay, let's get back to the dressing <laughs> I, I led us down a dark path. Yeah I, yeah, I don't think my girlfriend is going to allow us to get together for this game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Joe and I yeah, I just say the docks. The docks is kind of like um, where the new guy is, and... I don't know. The other dude's just... He owns clubs. He owns, you know, he can have like a velvet club or something. He's a cover. Mm, gotcha. A velvet club? No. 
Sounds like a gentleman's club. You know, it'd be kind of interesting if we had a black court vampire who just wanted to be left alone. Like he's the like he's in the cemetery, and you know the red court's like, hey, well, the cemetery needs like, a face. So how about we, we give him a black court? He's like, I want to be left alone. I don't want. I don't want to be part of the red court. I don't want to be talking to vi- wizards. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. This is mine. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't doesn't mess with anyone. He's like completely. He wants to be completely neutral to everything about <coughs> like what's going on. He just wants to be left alone. Interesting. Or does he? Emo <laughs> <laughs> man. One, like, You're still stuck on the emo thing, aren't no, you? No, I, I really just, I really want to give you a Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> just like a little theme song. I, I mean, I'm getting the, the you know the, the mental image of the ding and you know the emo Yeah, exactly. Going in, going out. You know, switch scenes. Here he comes, no matter the weather. When he gets scared, oh, burst the feathers. There he goes, running far. He can out. Run any car. Oh, yeah. He's a wear emo man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. Let's get back to the city creation. Okay, so you know what? I'm going to make that club. Uh, we need a, a velvet. Somebody else, like, the velvet club? Is a, uh, we need, does it need to be a. Uh, the corduroy club. <laughs> corduroy the club. burlap burlesque. Mm. Uh, wait, what's what's that club that uh, that's near where you guys are? Wiggles. Oh, the Wiggles. Wiggles! There we go. We're going, I'm going to integrate Wiggles. There we go. I love it. Wiggles. He owns the Wiggles. Wiggles. There we go. Idea. Yeah, yeah. Mob strip club. That's his main headquarters. But I'd say he owns like other businesses around. Okay. Because this is old school mob, right? Yeah. So he, has, you know, he has this. He, he diversifies. You know, he diversifies. He's out there. He's out there. But you know, this is where he, this is where he set up his office. This is where he sets up his business. He Dude. likes the view. He likes the view at the wiggle. <laughs> it sounds so gentlemanlike. <laughs> Hello, then. This is Nathaniel. He's an old family friend, and he works uh, the gentleman establishment. No, no that's that the um, wiggle. The wiggle. Oh, wiggle. Is it for children? No. Um, we have lost 25% of our female audience right now. All one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the wiggle. Wiggle. Dang, Wiggle. you know what we named it? His, Wiggles. Uh, the, the strip club for the... Oh. Did I hear it's called The Wiggle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the theme song. Right? Uh, the Wiggle is also located on Queens Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> so all you nerds that uh, want to let's go to the Wiggles and have some strip clubbage, the Wiggles is the place to go. How, so, how uh, seedy is the Wiggle? I just want to say... Um, I've never actually seen anyone go into the yeah. Wiggle. You can expect the highest that. quality. That explains that. That's why it, New is, York. It, it really is a mob front, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Only the highest quality of women in Queens, New York. <laughs> So all the ladies so, listening in Queens, all actually no, there's no ladies listening at all. So uh, what? So our next show will be taking place from Wiggles, uh, yeah. where we will be going. Wonder if they would like uh, sponsor us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should we should go and do some research. Like, all right, so we're here now. We know what this place looks like. Okay, you guys, you guys wear the t-shirt, Angela. Uh, nothing. <laughs> I'm just I just have a camera for no good reason. Just just recording. Just do your thing. I'll be over here. Shift to the left. Just no. Okay. Yeah, okay. no fun. No. So we, we we need to have the official uh, fandable uh, T-shirt <laughs> and pasties for Uncle. <laughs> so we can go. Welcome right to be the only female in the group. <laughs> yeah. Target for all our sexist jokes. I'm sorry. I'll kill you all <laughs> when I've slept off the cider. <laughs> Mental mode. Buy more cider for next game. All okay, right. so we that have we have the cemetery. Creepy. Yeah, we have the cemetery, and we need a name for that black cord vampire. Isaac. Uh, Isaac Cost. Oh, I thought you were going to say Isaac Clark. I'm like, you've watched, we have played way too much Death Space. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't because it scares me too much. <laughs> oh. Oh. It scares me. It startles me. It's like, I'm not scared. It's just. It's I gotta play, I gotta, I gotta game play that game. I need that game. Yeah. Sorry. Alright, so we've got some places. I, I will fill out uh, some aspects for them later. Mm, but, okay. uh,. Because I don't, I don't want, I want, I don't want to reveal everything yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple of people in places that will, you will find out she stuff. We need more alcohol. We need more alcohol. Uh, I, I can crack open a bottle of wine. No, no, I'm just, I'm just fishing. I don't want to. You know. oh, no, no, I don't want anyone. No, no, no. How? Well, I have no problem with cracking it open. Okay. Yeah. I got my well, gator. Right. Goddamn what? 
Oh, oh, we also got that. True. What is that? That is our rum. Rum, rum, rum. rum. <laughs> Ever seen a drunk emu? Uh, wait, so you want to hit of this? No? It's all yours if you want it. Oh, it's right. like, yeah. For all you know, I'm going to be drunk off Bacardi in about five seconds. There we go. Nah. If you think he was sexist before, wait till this Picard. Show me your boobs. one shot, people. Well, Oddly yeah. enough, he said that to Daniel. Which <laughs> 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 was awkward for all of us. Okay. No more alcohol for us. Uh, so okay. Right. All right, right, let's move on. So, okay, so we basically... Well, we're basically done with uh with city creation. I'm gonna have to fill out a few things uh later to uh work everything up. Mm-hmm. But all right. Sorry, pretty much done. Okay, all good. Well, we're basically done. I mean, let me see. What time is it? Quarter to seven. Hmm. Wow. We can try and start uh off. I mean, I have a basic uh sort of one shot uh that that uh that I want. I, mean, I don't think we have enough time unless we stay really late. Well, it's to, the way but, to get, uh, depends. Like, I don't want to just post one a uh, one hour. Mm. Pod for like just sit. Well, we could do city creation. You could just do it like halfway through the week. Say, hey, we have a city creation yeah. thing. If you want, you guys want to look. Exactly. Mean, it's like you know the the you know sort of like do it as a preview. It's like the Dress and Files RPG will be starting soon. Right, so meantime, nice here's like a preview, you know, a preview of our city creation to let you know what what's coming. All right. So, I mean, so, you so can next do week I do a preview creation, and then next week after actually, when when's the next time we can meet together? And yeah, that's the problem. You guys are gonna be gone for the next we, two weekends, right? Yeah. So like the first weekend in March is when we be back. Available. All right, well, you know, but that gives me two weeks that I can, you know, from now ask for that Saturday off, you know, so we can do that. Okay, then, then I'll just hold off on the posting address and files until we actually get a game going, and probably post, stick it on before then. Yeah, because okay, yeah. so it's just it's like yeah, I think we're done. Because honestly, like, I mean, we can start trying to play now, but it's like it's already late enough. That I don't know how how far how long we could mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Okay. Plus, you know, again, I, I, I have a basic one shot, but now that I've, we've got all these characters and faces, I'd rather like you know take some time oh, yeah. to now integrate oh, yeah. them a little bit better. Good. And if you yeah. want to put any of that on the wiki, oh yeah, no, no, I will pass a lot of this on on the wiki. I mean, I I I gotta play with these faces. Cool. I, I definitely cool. do. And you know, I, I need to. I'm gonna need to give them stats and all that stuff. Sure. Uh, you know, okay. find out what they can, what they each can do. Okay. So I, I got I got some work to do. Then that's but, fine. Uh, so anyone want to close up before I close off part will will be part one of the Dresden Files campaign. Nothing. Couple of nerds. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm turning off now. <laughs>